Welcome to the Jekian Crusaders, the 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign. I'm Drega, and I'm the Dungeon Master. The five of us thought it might be fun to record it for posterity, and so our friends could enjoy our stupid adventures. Joining me today are Bird, playing as General Siren Voltaire, and Ren, playing as Prince Avery Abesh. We hope you enjoy our campaign. start the D&D encounter now. Cool. Uh, good news with your nat 20 that went above the other nat 20s. Uh, Prince Avery, you are up first. Cool, cool, cool. Two beams. I'm firing my, my lasers. Okay, fire your lasers. Uh, <laughs> you literally will not believe this. Two nat twenties. <laughs> After your nat twenty initiative roll and our other two nat twenties in the initiative roll, what the fuck is going on today? A one in four hundred chance to roll two nat twenties simultaneously. Luck isn't real. Okay, you're right. Luck okay, isn't real. One, two. Oh my god. Roll them um, bones. Three. Another one. Four. Here we go. You're finding all your D10s? Yeah. So that is 20 plus 9 plus 7 plus 5 plus 5 plus 3 plus 3. And then... Do I get anything else for hexing? Oh, uh, you didn't hex yet. No, I did my Hexblade Curse. What kind of action is that? A bonus action. Oh, cool. So I do 52 damage. Jesus Christ. Warlocks are a handful. Okay. This beast is um, contorted spatially. There is a groaning in your mind, uh, which I will not try to replicate. But it is very unpleasant. I snarl. I'm done. Uh, then <laughs> you're done, but uh, someone else is not. Uh, you feel the tip of an axe pressed into your back. And um, Dostas says, I want the truth now. Who are you? Jin Warbreaker. Okay. He doesn't know what to fucking make of that. Yeah. I'm. It doesn't matter what I was or what I am, what I've done. All that matters is I am here to kill Vumthos. Okay. Dostas looks around for help, uh, looking at Siren and uh, Ludlow and Ristel. And also Chadley, who I think is a little out of the loop. Siren, do you say anything for or against Jin? Uh, I'm going to walk over to Dostas and lay a hand on his arm that's holding the axe. I, I just don't understand. You're, you're all a party to this deceit. I didn't want you to be here because I didn't want you to die for a fake prince. I, I believed you. I trusted you. Entrusted me to make this right. Okay, that's going to be a persuasion roll for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, let's use this one that I rolled a nat one on and hope for the best. <laughs> Ooh, 17 plus 8. Damn. Okay. He he doesn't know what to think, um, but he he removes his axe from your back, uh, looks at Ristol, who uh, just sort of nods slowly and says, It's a bitter pill to swallow, isn't it? I just learned myself recently. But, as far as I can tell, they are working for Jekke. Um, and uh, Dostas just says, I see. I should like to know what happened to the real prince, but that is a discussion for later. For now, we must take care of this. And uh, with another roar, he charges at the beast. 
uh, who is a little too far away for him to make it this turn with his little dwarf legs. And then it is Siren's turn. Hmm. Hmm. What will I do? What will you do? So what's up with this fool? What does he look like? And what uh, he's hurt already, right? Yes, it looks like a big rock cone. Is now that now that uh, you've seen it in anguish, uh, that's that's what it looks like to you, suspended from the ceiling. Um, yeah, basically, there are no sort of defining features that you can tell. It hasn't revealed any, but that's that's what you're fighting is is a big is a big rock cone like for ice cream, hanging from the ceiling. You said yes, like a stalactite. Uh, how far above? Uh, this tunnel is not super high. I would say it's uh, eight feet at the tallest. And how far away would I be right now? Uh, Fifty feet. Hmm, perfect range. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to cast Shatter. Okay. Uh, I'm going to aim its area of effect like right where it's attached to the ceiling. Okay, that's fun. Um, so it's a, a constitution save of 13. That you have to beat. I will give it my best. Or my worst, I don't know. Uh, that's a 15. God damn it, fuck you. I'm sorry. Uh, so what happens? Uh, let's see, I did not even read it. Uh, half as much damage as a successful one. Okay, so still gonna take half the damage that I roll here, which is gonna be 7 plus 6 plus 8, which D&D Beyond will do the math for me and tell me is 21. So half of 21, which I guess, do you do the lower number or the higher number? Um, You do the lower number. Okay, so it's going to be 10 damage. Okay, uh, any other effects? Yeah, the actual spell is a sudden loud ringing noise, which is painfully intense. It erupts from a point of your choice within range, which is that point where it's attached to the ceiling. Uh, and it just also does a little bit of damage. Okay. I was hoping to disorient and perhaps detach it from the ceiling if it was intense enough. Uh, yeah, you can see that there's cracks forming in the in the ceiling around it, but it is not detached. It is very sturdily attached there. Yeah, like I, wasn't a expecting a, I wasn't expecting it on the first go, but that would have been fun. Okay. Look, uh, Siren, ropes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, it's Chadley's turn, who's going to uh, tap out a fierce war beat uh, on a snare drum. And Wait, Grant, hold on, what about the Spectre? Uh, the Spectre got a 19. Chadley got one. Oh, really? Yeah, I put it. Oh, wait, never mind. Sorry, I looked at the wrong thing. Yeah, Chadley got a twenty-one. The ghost got a nineteen. He's going to tap out a fierce little war beat and grant inspiration die of d six to the prince, and uh, then he's going to uh, say, "All right, General, let's see if we can't pry this thing loose." And uh, he's going to also cast shatter. Uh, unfortunately, that was another 17 on the uh, con save. So it's only... What did you roll for that? Uh, I was 3d8. Well, dang, now I gotta find my d8s. Uh, ba, 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 ba. 15. Uh, halved, so that's only 7 damage. <gasps> 69 is the total so far. And the cracks grow a little wider, but it still seems like you're going to need a solid hit before it uh, falls down. And then it is uh, your ghost's turn. Yay! Okay, let's see. Uh, where is it? Sheet. There it is. It's just gonna gonna is gonna go over and, and, and slap this man's. Uh, how does a nineteen look? Uh, nineteen hits. So I'd like that con save. Mm-hmm. Uh, rolled really badly, actually. It's only a five. <laughs> Let's see it lose an extra... Uh, 11 hit points that it can no longer recover. Oh boy. And then it is Ristel's turn, who I think is going to try to fire a couple arrows, but they're not sure this is actually going to do much, considering uh, it's tough as a rock. Uh, one of these finds purchase, so that's better than nothing. And that's another eight points of damage. And then it is the turn of the beast. And uh, it rings loud in all of your minds and roars with pain and then says, I am Urofayan, and you have all come to die. 
And as I said, I'm Jen Warbreaker, and you can suck my fat cock. (laughs) (laughs) What a battle cry. (laughs) I'm going to need fucking all of you to make a strength save. Oh, boy. Yay, I'm sorry. Including uh, our three NPCs here. Um, Well, lucky for me, my little specter boy got a nat 20 on that. Uh, not the specter. The specter is the one that's immune. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I got a 16. (laughs) (laughs) I got 19. Okay. Chadley? 17. Okay. Chadley and Siren, you are the only two who are able to wedge free of what happens next. Basically, hidden amidst the, uh, muddy, dirty surface of this tunnel are ropes. <laughs> ropes, really? They're tendrils. Um, and they have the same rocky exterior as uh, this thing that looks like a stalactite and called itself Brophion. Uh And they wrap around each of you. Um, Siren and Chadley, in a panic, you scramble at them to get free and manage to uh, escape this initial uh, onslaught, but everyone else is going to need to make a intelligence saving throw. Has an 18. Uh, very nice, is what it is. You and Ristol and Ludlow uh, are grabbed, but uh, you're still fighting to get free. But you see that Dostus has gone holy slack, and um, each of you four who have been grabbed. Uh, are reeled back towards this creature by 25 feet, which halves the distance to it. Are we grappled? Yes, you are grappled. Okay, let me check what that does. Just so I know what I can and cannot do. Uh, I've got it right here. A grappled creature's speed has become zero and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. The condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. See the condition. The condition also ends if an effect removes the grappled creature from the reach of the grappler or grappling effect. Uh, basically, it just reduces your speed to zero. Oh, cool. So it does nothing it'll, for me. it'll that's take fine. an action to contest it. Nah, that's cool. I don't mind being grappled. Okay. Uh, it's going to... Yeah, so it, it reeled all of you halfway back. And then it is Ludlow's turn, who's uh, freaking oh. out. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yes? Didn't Ludlow already go and give me inspiration? Oh, fuck, you're right. I stole Chadley's turn. I'm sorry, Chadley. Yeah, I've just been sitting here, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> Chadley, go ahead and make your turn. You get to go earlier in the next round. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Mm, Chadley can't do much. <laughs> Story of Chadley's life. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just got a zoo. And I'm sitting here. Chadley's just sitting here like, I can't believe that wasn't me. As you see your friends getting wheeled off. Yeah, like, literally, why am I- why? <laughs> So I got a- I got a lance, I think. I think it would be really funny if in Star Trek everyone but the red shirt died. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can't wait for that to happen. <laughs> um, so the creature is 50 feet away, but your friends are 25 feet away. So if you wanted um, to help them, you could probably make it there. I go waddle on over and try and help stab it out. Okay, make an attack against the tendril. And uh, who are you trying to free? This is an important question. The trapped uh, people are the prince, Dostas, who stunned, uh, Ristol, and Ludlow. Eh, I don't really know who exactly would make the most sense, honestly. Um, you also, I should mention, uh, just learned that the prince is some weirdo named Jin. So I'll let you make of that what you will. I don't think Chadley's very concerned with any of this anymore. Fair. There's some stuff going on that Chadley's not built to understand. Um, <laughs> it's I just built a, different. Just built different. I rolled a 21, and I'm going to roll another dice to determine which one okay. I'm free. Okay, roll a d4, I'll tell you who. One. Uh, that's the prince. That makes sense. So, roll attack. I mean, roll damage. You have to be clear with me. I'm sorry. You have to be clear with me. I don't like it. When's the last time we did a D and D fight? Um, Fucking episode twelve. Um. Okay. 
with a 13, your lance uh, strikes true, and you manage to uh, slice the tendril, which writhes, and uh, cerulean blood drips forth uh, onto, the, onto the dirt. Yeah, it's it's wriggling, and it's also wriggling on the prince, who is now freed. Oh, hey, it's a high blood. Uh, so what's what's your deal, prince? Oh, mine? It's my turn? Yes, you've just been freed cool. by, by good Chadley. I stare directly at the beast, and I hex it. Hex it, too. Okay. What does that do again? Uh, well, uh, now it has disadvantage on every single constitution ability check or save, and uh, I now would do an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to it. Very cool. So now I'm going to laser it again. Pew pew. Pew pew pew. It's a dirty 20 and a 19, which I think I get something for. Uh, 19s? Uh, I don't know. You might be May thinking of Pepper. My attack rolls against a cursed sc- target score. A critical hit on 19 and 20. Oh. Sick. Wait, did you just get two nat 20s again? <laughs> no, because one was a dirty 20. Okay. <laughs> but was, was it a dirty, dirty 20 hit? Does a dirty nat? I was it a dirty nat twenty? Is what I'm asking. No. Okay. No. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> no. A, a twenty hits. Okay. Now let's see how much damage I do. Ten plus two plus one plus one plus three plus five plus five. What the hell? Plus three plus three. You're just pulling numbers out your ass. No, I get a bunch of addings because of my hexes and stuff. Because <laughs> one hex lets me add a plus three to an attack uh, to, to my damage roll, which is my proficiency bonus. And the other one is a d6. And I rolled threes on one d6 and then a one on another. Okay. Anyways, 33 damage. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, this This beast is getting battered. Uh, and it's anyone's guess as to uh, whether it's going to be able to do its dark deeds. Uh, Dostas can't tell. He's just fucking being dragged along uh, as placid as can be. He still seems unresponsive. Uh, Siren, it's your turn. Uh, so what's going on with grabbed folks? So the prince is no longer grabbed. He's still, unless you move back uh, 25 feet away from the beast. Dostas is getting dragged as well as Ristol and Ludlow, and they're, all three of them are 25 feet away from it. And Dostas oh, is stunned. I didn't know. Just damn it. Whatever. Fuck it. Never mind. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Were you going to do a daring rescue? Yeah. Lol. Nerd. Um, I'm going to. Fuck. I was going to save Ristol or Ludlow. I don't want to choose, though. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab onto Ristol. You have to choose between your children. This is so sad. I know. I can't. <laughs> I can't do this. I don't want to. I don't want to do Ludlow like that. But I have to choose. Okay, so you have two choices. Either you contest the grapple on Ristol's behalf, uh, and that's going to be a strength contest, or uh, you can attack the tendril. Um, I'm up for a little, a little strength contest. Okay. Good luck. Oh, I'm scared. Uh, this roll is so fucking slow. Oh yeah, I should roll also. <laughs> I don't like the sound of your laugh. <laughs> well, Siren, what did you roll? I rolled a 19. I rolled a 24. <laughs> this bugs. Okay, so you're trying to wrestle with it like a crazy cobra, um, but it's just tightening, and uh, Ristol cries out, um, and is trying to catch their breath. And that's your action. Uh, and then it is Chadley's turn. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, not usable audio. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try to free someone else again with my funny lands. Okay, uh, the trapped people are Dostas, Ristol, and Ludlow. Uh, Siren uh, is trying to free Ristol. And your buds with Ludlow. Ludlow. Yay! 24 attack. There's a bond there. Damn, Chadley's getting good rolls. Yeah, that hits. I am a joke. <laughs> I am a joke. 
What if the red shirt was God, actually? <laughs> Nine. Okay, uh, your lance uh, slices through again, clean as butter, but uh, misses the mark ever so slightly, and uh, the tendril is able to keep reeling it back, even with a nasty gash. So Ludlow is almost free, but not quite. I wish I could cast psychic damage to the psychic beast. <laughs> you want to out-psychic it? Yeah, I'm going to call it cringe. You can try. It is the ghost's turn. Cool. So... Roll nineteen. Uh, okay. I'm throwing away that dice for rolling me a ten. So first, make a con save with disadvantage, please. Okay. Uh, that is a dirty twenty. <laughs> Damn. With disadvantage. I got rose, which is that I've got advantage on magic saves. That means you only get one roll. Exactly. I did one roll. Okay. It was dirty twenty. Okay. Oh, yeah, all right. Let's see. So another 11 damage. Okay. Wait, this isn't magic. It's pretty magic. You no, know, it's think... not. It's just an attack. When you, when you think about it. No, it's not a spell. It's not magic. Are you using magic Here, to make the Here's the text. It's no. saving, advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. And I think this is pretty magic. If someone's doing uh, a ghost suck on you. It's not That's a spell. Certainly not mundane. It's it's a melee attack. Well, that is weird. Is it because the ghost is getting all up in there with its mouth? Yeah, I guess it's so. Like gross. <laughs> it's kind of gross. <laughs> just because ghosts in D&D generally drain life force most of the time. The damage type is necrotic, right? Yes. I still don't think that's very mundane. I'm going to make a DM ruling that that's a magical effect. I'm sorry, it's... your ghost is magic. It's literally... <laughs> It's necrotic because it doesn't have a physical form. Exactly. That's pretty magic of it, bro. It's not. It's not magic. I'm gonna hold See, on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google our ghosts' magic. This is why I quit. Wait, hold on. Magic. It autofilled our ghosts' magical five e. What counts as a magical effect? Five e. A feature trait or something else is magical when the description says so. Uh, for instance, the possession action of a ghost is not magical. Okay, I guess it's not magic. Haha. <laughs> Wild. Ghosts are creatures in D&D. This is so weird. No shit, they're creatures. Your ghost is normal. <laughs> ghost, normal, and It's an undead. Okay, well I got a 15 on my second con save. Okay, well I still say whatever. Well, Anyways. Well, that was a fun diatribe. I want everything I can squeeze out of this. <laughs> I want it to die. I want to kill all your darlings. Yeah, but I'm going to kill yours, though, in a second. Good. Do it. Uh, Ristol is trying to chip their way free with a short sword. And makes a very pathetic attempt. Uh, they're freaking out. I think Siren's attempt to uh, to free them did not help. And uh, at least their mental state. And they're, they're panicking as they get closer and closer to the beast. Who, it's now its turn. Um, it's going to try and work on... Uh, regenerating those tendrils but meanwhile uh ristol ludlow and dostas are yanked a further 25 feet and it is going to try and eat dostas's brain it's a mind flare so that elder brain was an 18 and we're about to find out if this kills the man ah bye-bye I sure hope it's not an elder brain. Those things are fucking tough. Took me a while to find all my D10s. I hate rolling with the percentile die. Okay. I've got good news. His brain isn't quite munched. But this is head trauma of the highest order. And, uh, he is certainly not going to survive much longer. Um, it is Ludlow's turn. And he's going to try and attack his own tendril again. He does not want to be by this thing. Um, good news. That does it. And I'm going to roll for his hunting knife. Which, uh, with Chadley's help, he finds the uh, spot that you wounded it with your lance. And uh, finishes the job with, uh, with a hunting knife. And uh, he's now free. And in his exuberance, he scrambles away from it. Incurring an opportunity attack. Which is a 24 to hit. 
The good news is they only get one. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, that is another savage bite as uh, as Ludlow runs away, and uh, he he doesn't even make a sound. He he cries out, um, and there's just a chunk missing from his midsection, but uh, he he gets free from it and in tears scrambles away as far as his little legs will carry him uh, back twenty five feet to uh, to where Siren is, and um, determined through the uh, through the pain. Uh, he pulls up his snare drum and uh, gives you, Siren, a inspiration die. Thank which is, God. Which is a d6 that you can add to uh, one of your thingies. And then he's also going to uh, cast another shatter at this beast. This one is a magic save, so fuck you. Uh, it just rolls once instead of twice. And it did save. But what was the damage again? Oh, I already forgot. Oh, yes? Yes? Ludlow has d8s. Oh, Ludlow has d8s. Okay, each of you have a d8 inspiration die. Thank you for that. Uh, the damage on Shatter is 3d8. Cool. Uh, just a little bit more damage. The the crack widens by like a single inch as uh, he deals three points of damage. And then it is the prince's turn. Uh, can I, I'd like to shoot... Wait, how, how damaged is this maybe Elder Brain looking? Uh, make a nature check? Will this take my turn? No. Okay. I don't do those. Uh, 15? Um, it is looking warped and twisted and battered. Uh, you think that you see, like, chips of its natural armor uh, flaking off where you've hit it with these Eldritch Blasts. Uh, so you would say that even though it still looks as rocky on the outside... It's got to be hurting on whatever fleshy insides it has. Does hitting the tentacles seem to do any damage to it? No, but it sure no. helps the people who are trapped by them. <sighs> Saber still. Okay. Does this um count as the creature? What do you mean? Does my hex count on it? I'm going to say yeah, because they're still connected to it. Sick, 19. Cool, that hits. Let's roll that. Let's roll these bones. Okay. Actually, do roll twice on a hex for a crit. Google.com. Sure does. Sick. Six plus five, 11 plus one, 12 plus three, 15 damage onto that tentacle. Okay. The tentacle is no more. Cool. Ristol, in in a hurry, uh, stands up next to it, but as you mentioned, it's already used its reaction, and uh, scrambles back as as far as they can. Well, I guess they can't, but that's what they're going to do. And they are panicking, but obviously relieved to be freed. Good to know, good to know. The the other guy is being eaten, too. Dostus is still uh, unresponsive and near death, yeah. (sighs) The 16 hit. No, a 16 does not hit it. Okay, well, bye, Dostus. <laughs> Dostus can't hear you because he is still brain dead. Siren, it's your turn. Motherfucker. Uh, I want to save Dostus so bad. Uh, I don't I don't know if there's much I can do, though. Okay, so I have a question to ask you, and the answer will determine what I will be doing. I was reading the thing for Shatter, and I did not finish reading it the first time I casted it, mm-hmm. but I don't think this would count anyway. It does say a creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw, but I know that the creature isn't actually made of stone, if I'm correct. Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought about that. I think what you're doing is you're damaging, especially the you're damaging the ceiling that it's attached to, um, but the creature itself is organic, okay, and so it doesn't that. it doesn't resonate the same way that stone does. All right, that makes sense. Uh, well, in that case, I'm going to go to the. I'm gonna go try and save Dostus. Okay. Um, this time, I am not going to fucking do a strength contest because I am not stupid. Um, although I do have the inspiration, but. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to do a strength contest. Okay, with inspiration. Well, you can roll it and then decide whether to add inspiration. All right, let's do it. 
what did you uh, get? Yeah, I'm gonna add inspiration, so I'm gonna have to roll another D eight. Okay, so I got a fifteen plus seven. Damn. Which is twenty two. Twenty two. Okay, I got a fifteen. So with a mighty burst of uh, of strength aided by uh Ludlow's inspiration, uh you're able to pry Dostas free and he uh he flops onto the ground. Uh, I'm gonna make a intelligence save on his behalf. How smart? How smart is he? How smart he? How smart, how smart he, he be? Not smart, <laughs> but he did roll uh, just well enough to tie it, and he is now blinking. And he's like, "Oh, oh, what? What happened?" You got a little grabbed and a little almost eaten. Okay, he looks at next to him and uh, is uh, terrified to see that uh, this beast is looming over him uh, from the top of the cavern. Um, and he says, oh, I'll, I'll see you to it that it doesn't happen again. Get back while you can. Uh, he can't. It's not his turn. And then it is Chadley's turn. I will mention uh, Dostas and Siren, you're both up on the creature, unless, Siren, you want to back off like five feet. Yeah, please. Okay. Chadley, it's your turn. Uh, how far? How far? How far? Can I poke it? I think legs? you're 25 feet away, so yeah, you could go up and poke it. Okay, I'm gonna go up and poke it. Let's see if your good rolls hold out. Uh, probably not. I die now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if Chadley die now. Okay, I rolled on that 20. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck is up with Chadley? He's got the special sauce. I got that special Chadley sauce. Chadley's secret stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Roll your double damage dice. Um, 11 and 14. Or... Oof. Okay. You managed to find uh, a good spot to poke your, your blade, and it is directly into the eye of this creature, um, which opens... Uh, it's disgusting and, and blue, and now it is also leaking blue uh, with its blood, uh, which drips off of the stalactite and onto the floor. Yay! Uh, and then it is the ghost's turn. That was a d10. <laughs> uh, 15 plus 9, I assume that hits. Yep. B3, B6. It's 11. And uh, my con saves both fail. Cool. Okay. 11 damage, you said? Yes. Okay. And then it's Ristol's turn, uh, who has been newly freed, uh, scrambles back away from the beast uh, 30 feet, and they're going to loose a couple of, of bolts, and we'll see if they take. Okay. One of them hits. Uh, I think it adds onto... Uh, the opening that Chadley created in its eye. And uh, now that Restal has a weak point to target, uh, they waste no time in taking advantage of it and deal some nasty damage. Uh, that's another 11 points of damage. Nice. But as you can all feel psychically in your minds, Urofion is not done. Uh, it roars once more uh, and says, If this is to be my end... Then it shall be a glorious one, and I shall feed. And uh, everyone needs to make a strength contest again. Yay! <laughs> That's a 18 plus. What's my strength? Probably negative one. <laughs> yeah, that's a 17. Okay. Dostas saves. It's a good day for a 22 from the boy. Crystal gets a nat 20. And Chadley? What? Huh? Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> what? Huh? safe. Can your luck hold out? I got 10. It did not hold out. I die now. You die now. Okay. Goodbye, the bad news is Ludlow also <laughs> is going to get grabbed once again. No! You're both uh, are at a, a distance of 25 feet, um, which is where you freed him before, uh, or tried to anyway, and uh, you both get tripped up again and slide along the ground, 
And I need both of you, you and Ludlow, to make an intelligence save. Please, my little smart boy. <laughs> How smart is he? I've got a two. How's that Ludlow doing? He, he needed to go to more school. He got a nat one. <laughs> I swear to fucking God. I'm never playing this stupid game again. Ludlow and Chadley go down and are reeled in. Chadley is the first to face this creature's final attack. Uh, so that's going to be an attack roll against you. With a... Jesus Christ. That's a 27. Yay. Um, uh, it's Chadley's turn to die. I have literally one hit point left, I'm pretty sure. Wait, from what? What did you get hit by? No, I think I literally only had 28. No, no, no. That was 27 versus your AC. <laughs> oh, my AC? I'm gonna... Oh, yeah, of course that's gonna hit. I'm gonna roll to eat your brain now. Okay, there we go. <sighs> okay. You said you had 28 HP? Yeah. I rolled 25. Yay. Chadley lives. Chadley lives. Barely. <laughs> Chadley lives. You, you gain a, a matching uh, head wound uh, to Ludlow's, who uh, I don't think is going to be as lucky. Someone please, for the love of fucking God, help him. <laughs> Someone fucking please. Ludlow Harrison is attacked by this creature who opens wide a uh, disgusting mouth fit to eat a mailbox uh, lined with sharp shark-like teeth crunches down onto the poor bard and hits metal <laughs> stupid <laughs> stupid okay well be nice wait I need to check if oh I've got bad news attack rolls against the creature have advantage if they're stunned I'm gonna roll one more time against Ludlow ah uh... You're really out to kill him. I'm not out to kill him. The creature's out to kill him, and the creature is going to kill him because the creature rolled 22. Oof. 24 damage, which is a total of. What is 19 plus 24? I'm suddenly not able to math. 44. No, 43. Which is enough to consume the brain of Ludlow Harrison. I'm literally gonna kill you. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you, Draga, in real life. <laughs> Ludlow is going to make one last intelligence saving throw to see if he can wish you all goodbye. And as as the creature's mouth closes around his head to extract his brain. His eyes fill with light again. They they look at you, Siren, with recognition. He he says, "I'm sorry, ma'am. Tell Fuchus I'll see him again." And he reaches into his pack and pulls out another arcane cannonball, which he swiped from the castle. And uh, with tears in his eyes, he says, "That's Ludlow for you. Another explosive mishap." And he reaches up into the creature's mouth, and when it crunches down on the bard, it also crunches on the cannonball. And both creatures take the brunt of the explosion. I'm going to roll this damage. From within, you see the creature distended, no longer a, a simple cone shape. You see light flash inside of its mouth, and smell smoke, and burning flesh, and the creature tumbles loose from its weakened perch on the cave's ceiling, uh, falling to the ground with the body of Ludlow Harrison. It has been blasted from within, and is no more. Mm, you were actually about to kill someone, weren't you? <laughs> and that is I... the end of the combat. I want to kill you so fucking bad. I want to eat your flesh. I'm sorry, I told you it was going to be dangerous. Mm, cringe. There's silence in the tunnel. And in the voice call. Jen yeah. collapses into a heap and sobs. Siren is also 
fucking devastated. She's on her knees, like hands to the ground, just looking down, trying not to cry. Yeah. Dostas uh, is at a loss for words, as is Ristol, who's clearly distraught. That's it. What's what's it? I'm going to go kill Vunthos. And Avery pushes... Well, Jin pushes themselves up, takes out their sword, and starts walking down the tunnel. Okay. Ristol opens their mouth to uh, tell you that that's stupid, but uh, can't find the energy and follows you in silence. I'm not moving. Dostas puts a hand on your shoulder. Uh, and he says, General, take as long as you need. I'll see to the prince. And uh, he moves on down the tunnel, uh, leaving just Siren and Chadley. Mm. Is Ludlow's body just... Yeah, it's on the ground. I'm not going to bother describing it. Alright, I'm going to walk over to it and then come on. Uh, does he even got eyes left to close? No. No. I'm gonna cover him at least with whatever I got. Okay. Uh, you have a travel coat, uh, which will do the trick. He's always been very small, obviously. Yeah. Where, where's his drum? Uh, his drum is rolled off to the side. Uh, the top, you can see, is ripped. I'm gonna take it anyway. Okay. General, mind if I maybe go take this somewhere else? Take him somewhere else? I'll come with you. We can find somewhere fitting. Okay. Okay. You return back up the tunnel. Jin, would you like to continue and find out what this was all for? Um. I mean, I. In reality, I want to take take a short rest so I get my spell slots back. But <laughs> um, yeah, sure, why not? Okay, you Ristol and Dostus press forward uh, with your specter floating alongside you. Um, the only sound is echoing footsteps uh, until you hear the sound of a uh, gently lapping waves. You reach a circular chamber uh, centered around a silty basin. In the middle, uh, casting the only light in this room, is a purple glowing liquid, uh, which seems to be bubbling up from underground. Uh, To the left of the pool is a square dais with runes on it. Um, So you can roll Arcana to see what that's about, but there's a lot of other stuff in this room. I'll go ahead and describe. That's a 17. Okay. I rolled a fucking 23. You're not there, my friend. Oh, I thought you said I was there. No, sorry. It's uh, you and Chadley are headed back uh, the opposite direction from this. Oh, okay. I thought we all went the same direction, just different times. Oh, I thought you were going, like, backwards to find a place to bury him. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. That's a better, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. You can tell that uh, these runes are themed around transportation and you figure it's probably a point-to-point transport elsewhere in the room most of the decoration uh is on the wider right side of the cavern uh to the right of the pool from the entrance there's a purple banner hung on the wall matching the pool's sickly light an alchemical workstation has been assembled haphazardly there's a scuffed desk made of hard dark wood Uh, it has a few drawers uh, but it's empty on the top and was possibly just moved here in a hurry the bookshelf is similarly half-filled. It has a few strange tomes and some curious objects and glass cases that catch your eye. Several more glass cases around them are already empty. Uh, lastly, there is uh, the stone dais that I already described with a white chalk rune on it. Uh, can I tell what the liquid is? Uh, you can roll something to try and figure it out. A something check? A something check. I don't know what it is. It's an out one. Okay. You um, pull out a flask to uh, pick it up, and uh, it seems viscous. You just sort of let it dribble out of the flask. Uh, oh, it's the slime from Ghostbusters too. <laughs> it seems dangerous somehow in a way that you, you can't quite articulate. Cool. But that's about it. That's, that's all you're inspired to try and 
to turn them. Is there anyone else here? Uh, there's Dostas and Ristol. Yeah. Um, and uh, in the room, there's the alchemical workstation, the desk, uh, the bookshelf, and the dais. I'd like to go to the desk first. Okay. Uh, all of the unlocked drawers are empty, and uh, the one that's remaining is still locked. Oh, wow. A fun little challenge for you. Yeah. I'm an urban bounty hunter. I should have this. Yeah, I think you've used Thieves Tools in the past. Yeah, there it is. And what stat do I use? Uh, I think it's sleight of hand with proficiency or something. I don't know. Okay. 18? Yeah. Yeah, so it clicks open. This is a very simple lock. Uh, the desk is not magical in any way. They just got it from fantasy Ikea. Uh, this drawer, when you unroll it, contains schematics of the uh, land west of Castle Labesh, including uh, cross sections going down underground. Uh, it seems like they've been using some sort of magical equivalent of radar to survey this area and look for this exact spot, which is marked with an X uh, in purple ink and... Uh, labeled as the wordless well. The wordless well. All right. Um, I have a question. Does does having the sword? Um, do I know whether or not I could use like water wall with this? Uh, yeah, you're you're familiar with this sword. I don't remember if we established how you got it, but <laughs> you know. I used to be a noble once. It might have also been like collateral or a down payment from uh, the person who hired you to kill Vunthos. Mm. This is just yeah. like sort of a historical relic that they had laying around and wasn't doing them any good. Mm -hmm. So um... so there's also the bookshelf and the alchemical workstation. I'll go to the bookshelf. Okay. There are these uh, glass cases over uh, some strange objects. Um which are clearly potent and magical based on their intricate designs, but uh, the only indication of their identity and how to remove the glass case short of shattering it is a small purple note with a script in a strange language that you're going to need to identify first before you can translate it. Uh, does it have to be common orchestra draconic? Roll history. I'm not very good at that. That's a 12. Okay, I don't know what the hell you're doing learning Draconic, but you know enough to tell that this is written in ancient Draconic, the language of Zokash. Uh, I learned Draconic because it's the Latin for magic in D&D. <laughs> okay, that's fun. Uh, so yeah, it's ancient Draconic? What does yes. it say? Uh, you can't read it. Your history was too low. You can make out pieces of it, which is uh, something about... Let's see... Something about using a, a chalice and uh, some sort of liquid offering. Is there a chalice anywhere? Yes, there is over on the alchemical workstation. Cool. I pick it up, dip it in to get some of the viscous fluid, and give an offering to the... Actually, bank. there's already liquid in this, uh, this flagon that you've picked up. Um, no. On the workstation, there's a lot of glasswork and fluids. Um, sort of intersecting, like you might imagine, all the swirling weird uh, tubes and shit and Bunsen burners, uh, clearly meant to distill whatever's in the pool into something else that's uh, darker purple and uh, seems maybe a little more drinkable. Um, are there any notes? There are no notes on this workstation. Whoever set it up was clearly experienced with the process. I pick up the vial that is drinkable. Okay. I sniff it. It smells nasty. You really don't want to drink this. You kind of don't think you should. <laughs> but you can bring it back to the uh, the glass case. Yeah, I bring it to the glass case. Okay. Upon holding the vial close to the glass case, it, uh, it registers with a sigil. And uh, the glass, uh, the front half of it sort of retracts back into the back half. Um, and I guess I should have asked, which one of these three are you going to perform this for? There are three items. One is uh, an amulet carved from obsidian and shaped like a screaming humanoid skull with ruby eyes and emeralds for teeth. It hangs from an iron chain necklace. Uh, the second one is a small two-fingered gold ring shaped like a capital B. It's got extremely fine details that indicate master craftsmanship. 
Or uh, the third one is bronze glasses with two sapphire lenses, almost dome-shaped. As you watch, soft light within the lenses seems to pulsate and swirl in a way that seems to put you at ease, which is troubling considering what just transpired. God, I don't know what Indians are. I don't know. The... So you got the amulet, take, the ring, and the glasses. I'll, I'll take the glasses and put them on. Why not? Okay, you've received the Eyes of Charming. Cool. And these will let you charm person. Oh, yay. The worst spell. <laughs> uh, can I not open up the other ones? Uh, you pick up the flagon uh, and pour more into a vial and bring it to a different uh, glass, but it does not react. Cool. I punch it. If I punch it, I mean, I Eldritch Blast it. Okay. Roll attack. Or actually, no, I'm going to use my big-ass sword for this. Which one are you talking? The ring or the amulet? Amulet. Nat 20! Okay. Your sword goes right through uh, the bookshelf vertically uh, through that glass case and uh, the shelves above and below it. Uh, your strike is true. The sword is... Uh, extremely only uh, sharpened and it cleaves right through these shelves and through the glass but as it does uh, something seems to react within the glass and uh, it the item within shrivels up and uh, becomes a smoldering hunk of garbage fine whatever I do the same thing to the other one I'm destroying everything you're not gonna okay siren could have fine <laughs> siren's not here is she Fair enough. I'm trashing the whole place. I'm throwing everything into the pool. Okay. Um, seeing your lead, uh, Ristol is going to assist you with this. They uh, take out their short sword and start going to fucking town on the banner on the wall and uh, throw the scraps of fabric into the pool where they sizzle and sink. Um, and Dostus just sort of like stands off to the side and he's like he recognizes that this has to happen but he's not going to participate and within a few minutes uh, the room is reduced to rubble uh, do you do anything to harm the stone dais or leave it be? Uh, yeah I'd like to knock that into the pool if I can okay uh, make an athletics trick okay can I use my D8? <laughs> I don't remember how long that persists for. Not this long, but can I do it out of vengeance? Yes, yes you can. <laughs> Yay! Okay. Uh, 19? Yep. Uh, with Ristol's help, uh, you shove this into the pool where it uh, sinks and a cloud of bubbles. Uh, fizzes to the top and uh, the chalk seems surprisingly water resistant uh, and it seems like it is just sort of down there now mm -hmm. along with a bunch of broken furniture yeah and smashed glassware yeah and just whatever liquids I found I just dumped in there I'm trying to ruin it well you did that <laughs> cool Ristol um, out of and breath and then I'm uh, says, going oh yeah go ahead well what now? Now, I think we should take a quick break and then kill Voonthos in his fucking sleep. Okay, that's where we'll leave it off. Uh, I guess I'll ask Siren and Chadley, uh, do you want to... How far back are you, are you backtracking uh, with Ludlow? Because if you continue in... You basically have three choices of direction. One is the entrance of uh, this uh, haphazardly dug tunnel that you're in, which should be somewhere near Kenma. Uh, one is uh, the secret tunnel that goes up to the storage room in Castle Labesh. And then one is uh, the emergency escape route, which eventually leads to the tunnels under uh, near Pisidago. Does that make sense? Yeah, I was thinking just the entrance of the tunnel. Okay. The two of you emerge into moonlight, um, which Noel might have something to say about. Uh, and from this vantage point up in the foothills uh, near Machi, or er, Machi, near Kienma, uh, 
you can see twinkling torchlights uh, illuminating the streets. Uh, you can see some guard towers patrolled by Sturgeon soldiers, uh, though they look like mere specks from this distance. And far and away to the south, you see the rolling farmlands of Jeke. You think this is as good a place as any? Yeah. So you're going to spend a short rest uh, digging a grave. And that's the session. said I'm sorry I wouldn't forgive you I would believe you but I wouldn't forgive you <laughs> I wouldn't believe you oh that's how the dice roll anyways can't wait for Jin to die next time by trying to take on a god <laughs> we'll see yeah yeah siren do you have uh like any uh I guess, would it be your opinion that you should go and fight Vuntos, or should you continue back to, to the guard and to Canopy Keep? That is something for you to think about for next session. It sure is. It sure is something for me to think about. I love you guys. Love you. Sure you do. <laughs> you had a good run. Not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Not good enough, truly. Well, what can you do? What can you do? Kill Draga IRL. No. No. no there is a uh, there is a certain uh, September coming up. So. I'm not inviting you to our Airbnb anymore. Okay. That's fine. I'll just show up. <laughs> well, good. I'd love to see you. I'll bring my my fancy knife. The one that makes me feel like I'm Australian. Why do you want to be Australian? I don't. When's the last time we had a major character death? I guess Siren's introductory session was one. Gornas wasn't a major character. We should kill more people. <laughs> I disagree. But now people are trying to kill me for killing people. Oh, true. And by killing people, people should be letting them die, I guess. As it should be. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jacking Crusaders will return. I'm sorry. No, they won't. They'll die. I'm back to poopy quality mic now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is very interesting how Ristol and Jin sort of play off each other and amplify each other. I'm curious what you mean. Uh, well, in the tantrum room. They, I think Ristol still has very complicated feelings about you, but the rage that you shared is is genuine, and I think it's in that moment it was it was amplifying each other's. Oh, maybe one day we still can be friends. <laughs> Good luck. There's nothing like shared experiences to bond over. Nothing like shared trauma, which is how <laughs> they warmed up to Siren. <laughs> Yep. Fair. <sighs> you just love traumatizing her. I. It just sort of happens. The thing is that this is not the main group, which means that y'all have a lot less plot armor. <laughs> Amused yeah. by Ren trying to take take advantage of that or whatever, but like literally, you do too much damage. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, your character is freaking scary. Although your characters are like this. I technically didn't intentionally do this. <laughs> um, if I wanted to, I probably could have gone Bloomstalker Ranger, and then I would just be pumping out like 100 damage on the first turn, and I then like 50 damage every turn after. But I didn't. <sighs> well, that was Session. Session. For better or worse. 
For worse or better. Worse. It was for worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, F. F. I'm going to go watch One Piece. Okay, bye bye. <laughs> Peace. For one. Uh, bye, bye, baby. Man, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. You can cry about it. Guess I'm just going to cry myself to sleep. Maybe cry and I'll hold you. Maybe cry. Maybe shit and calm. Good for y'all. Good for y'all. Wait, I'm part of the y'all. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm ending the recording. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, I am going to... I have to check something. Oh, I think Foggy wants into my room. Let her in, let her in. Uh, oh, that was her meow. Sorry. Final letter in, BRB. Figure out whatever okay. you're trying to do. Well, I have to ask you something. I have to ask you a question. Come back to me. Just your question out into the void. Hi. My roommate's cat Foggy has joined the party. Oh, and now she's walking back towards the door. (laughs) Okay, I gotta let her out. (laughs) God damn it. Okay, out you go. Nope. (laughs) Go out. No. That was a close one. She put her face back into the doorway as I was closing it. <laughs> She's pawing at the door again. Uh, okay, I'm gonna ignore her. I'm sorry, Foggy. What's up? Foggy, no. Foggy, no. I'm podcasting in here. Yeah. Dostas uh, is at a loss for words, as is Ristol, who's clearly distraught. Oh, foggy. Now is not the time. No, 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 she's also grieving. I heard that whale. <laughs>